welcome to the HJ Talks About Abuse podcast, the podcast where we talk about sexual abuse cases in the hope that it will assist listeners in openly discussing topics which have been ignored for too long. This podcast is brought to you by the abuse team at Hugh James. We are lawyers, so we tend to speak about the legal aspects of abuse cases, but we aren't too shy to speak up about the broader issues faced by survivors of sexual abuse too. We hope that you find it interesting, but more than that, if you are a survivor of sexual abuse, we hope that you find our discussion empowering. Hello, podcast listeners, and welcome to Hugh James Talks About Abuse. My name is Danielle Vincent, and I'm the Senior Associate in the Abuse Team, and I am joined by my colleague, Hannah. Hi, Hannah. Hi, Danielle. And today on the podcast, we are going to be talking about harassment, some recent TV work on this and some other campaigns. So before we start this, I just want to give everyone a trigger warning that we will be talking and touching upon sexual assault and abuse. Therefore, if this is going to be um, in any way upsetting to you, we would ask that you switch off and join us for another podcast. So, Hannah, today it was your idea to talk about harassment and I just wanted you to introduce to the listeners why. That's right, Danielle. I did actually want to talk about harassment today. First of all, Hollyoaks have actually been hitting the headlines in the media recently for their new special episode that they have released on the subject. So it's a powerful new storyline that basically follows a character called Maxine on a night out in Liverpool. And As the episode progresses, we follow, well, viewers follow Maxine leaving the night out on her own. And as she tries to make her way home, she is violently attacked and stalked. Now, the episode did actually feature on Gogglebox and it did actually feature the I'm a Celeb star and runner-up Owen Warner, who is actually another actor. He plays Romeo in the episode two. So it has reached a lot of viewers and had a lot of attention recently. And if I'm rightly so in saying that there are almost two comparisons, so a female walking home in her experience and a male walking home and and his experience and how they differ. That's right. So Owen Warner's character um, called Romeo, he is also on the night out and we see him get home safely in contrast to Maxine, whose journey home couldn't actually be more different. Okay. And One of the things that in your research you found was the writer Jashreen Patel, who was talking about why she decided to pitch this episode. Yeah, so she actually came out and, you know, she got a lot of praise for the episode for raising awareness to the subject. And she came out and said, you know, the reason why she did it was actually because of how her perspective changed when she had her own children and particularly her daughters. She notably said that trying to explain to an autistic child why a grown man would behave in that way made me think that the responsibility isn't just on women, it's on anyone. She said also that it's not a big ask and that's what the whole episode is about. Okay, and you you also were looking at Lime Pictures. They've also created a VR experience, is that right? Yeah, so Lime Pictures, um, to coincide with this special episode that Hollyoaks released, they created this virtual reality experience film, which I actually think was such a fantastic idea. Basically, what this experience film does is allows us to watch Maxine's journey home from a different perspective, as this time we hear her internal thoughts and feelings as she is making her way home it really allows viewers to understand how Maxine is feeling as she's being harassed okay and 
one thing that I was looking at when, when we were investigating how we were going to discuss this podcast is that Hollyoaks reaches quite a wide audience of particularly younger viewers because it's on earlier. And as you say, it, it's been on a mainstream soap. It's also featured on Gogglebox and they did do an Instagram campaign as well. So this is really raising awareness, especially with younger people. That's right. That's why they've been praised. I mean, it I don't know if you've seen it, but I have seen it everywhere, particularly on Gogglebox. They spent a lot of time discussing it and it actually got very emotional. And it was really good to see the conversations be had around this subject that definitely does need to be spoken about. Well, anything that raises awareness is always very positive. The other thing that we were then looking at was the, the Home Office Enough campaign, which, again, is something that has been done to raise awareness in a different light so these are short adverts in between tv shows in primetime tv at the moment i wondered if you could explain some of those yeah so this advert um, i think was really really good because what it actually shows was different scenarios in each clip of harassment so for example one clip shows a woman being harassed at a bar another clip shows someone being catcalled by a group of men as they're just walking through the park and what happens in the advert is it first shows this happening and nothing being done by bystanders and then it replays the clip but this time it shows someone standing in to prevent it from happening and speaking out. Okay and the purpose of this campaign if I'm right is to encourage the public to challenge perpetrators of the abuse against women and girls. We, we could see the, the change in perspective if there is slight people step in and when we were talking about this I'd actually seen one of the adverts where as you say that there's a female who's surrounded by by men and then in the second clip one of the men is obviously friends with the boy who's harassing the female and stands in and stops and says hey no what are you doing and it's really powerful because it's not necessarily stepping in in front of a stranger where there's a risk of, you know, physical abuse back, but it's friendships and groups and people that you know and people that should have respect for you that you're standing in and stepping up and saying no. Yeah, that's exactly it, Danielle. I think the whole purpose was to show people how bystanders can safely disrupt and, you know, easily prevent abuse from happening just by taking simple actions. And the advert was actually based on audience insights and they were informed by advisory group of over 40 voluntary sector organisations, survivors and academics who have given their own insights. So I, I do think it's really powerful. And I think another interesting point is that it actually focuses on really common, simple scenarios. And it, it just really opens up viewers' eyes to how harassment can take many different forms and how we are almost all responsible to take action if we see it happening. Yes, because the scenarios that are played out are ones that I think many of us at some stage in our lives have been in, whether it's been catcalled or sat and receiving attention or, you know, a big group of people. So it is really, really powerful. And during the advert, the, the viewers are asked to just think stop. And that's such a short message, but I think it really get the message across. Yeah, exactly. And I think the whole campaign just advocates really that whatever form of abuse it is, it is never justified. And, you know, knowing what abuse is helps us all recognise it when it happens. So I think um, it was a really, really clever and insightful campaign that has hopefully helped prevent harassment from taking place in the future. Yeah, because when we're talking about 
this, it, it can take many, many forms. It can be emotional, physical, sexual, financial. There are many, many forms of harassment. Yeah, that's that's it. And also, as the advert shows, it's not also it's not always just strangers. It could be someone you know. It could be someone you work with. It could be a family member, even. So it's it's really, really good. And then the last campaign we were looking at is the L'Oreal campaign. So most of our listeners will know L'Oreal is a makeup brand which you know is a household name and I'd seen this actually that a number of different celebrities and Instagram models were basically pushing forward this campaign called Stand Up and it it triggered my attention so we started looking at this. Yeah, so obviously L'Oreal Paris are a huge beauty company and they decided to launch their campaign to encourage men and women to intervene safely if they ever experience or witness harassment. Um, And as you mentioned, Danielle, the Stand Up campaign, which was linked to this, is a virtual bystander intervention training programme. Now, it's, it's absolutely amazing. It takes 10 minutes. Anyone can train on it and it basically teaches people how to react as a witness and a victim of harassment and it's actually really interesting because as part of their research L'Oreal actually released that 86% of people who witness harassment say that there is a lack of training on how to intervene and that they wouldn't actually necessarily know how to intervene if they did see it happening. Okay so that's very high statistics so you were looking at this and there was a couple of other statistics that were pulled in that were quite interesting as well so one was that up to 80% have experienced sexual harassment in a public place, which is, again, probably higher than I would have expected to see. And then the other statistic was 53% of women are sometimes have responsible for situations of street harassment due to the attitude of appearance, which, again, seems such a backwards thought process. Yeah, and that's actually also really interesting, going back to Hollyoaks. At the end of the episode, you do actually see Maxine, the character, having a discussion with the police, and her first initial thoughts are that it is her own fault. She blames herself for what she was wearing, you know, not actually the person who was committing the harassment. And actually, by the end of the conversation, she does realise that it wasn't her fault and it wasn't because of what she was wearing. The whole responsibility is on the person that causes the harassment. And it's very good that Hollyoaks have tackled this element of, of this sort of thinking process because we've talked about it previously in podcasts when we've done the statistics of harassment and sexual assault that many people question themselves and their own identity, what they're wearing, how, you know, what makeup they were wearing. And and it's very wrong. You should be able to go about your day without being harassed by somebody else because of their perception. Now, one of the things that you you have looked at with the L'Oreal campaign is that now over 950,000 people have already been trained up on this in 41 countries. And that's phenomenal. Yeah, it's really, really great to see that so many people have taken part in the training. It's definitely a really positive thing to have come out of the campaign. Another thing to mention with the L'Oreal campaign, um, they have actually partnered up with the NGO Hollaback, who deal exclusively with harassment. And together they have promoted the new 5D method, which I'm just going to read out because I think this is a really good thing to remember if, if anyone ever sees harassment. Now, the first D is distract the perpetrator. The second one is delegate by asking someone to help. Next is document the harassment. Fourth is direct by speaking up. And lastly, delay by comforting. Okay. And that actually 
makes a lot of sense. People will sometimes just not know what to do. Exactly. And I think, you know, campaigns such as as this with L'Oreal and Hollaback and the Enough campaign, they're really proactive. It's not just raising awareness. It's actually taking a stand and taking action on it to actually really see a change and, and see prevention of harassment happening. Yeah. And all of these campaigns, everything we've talked about today is a right step in the direction of even if it's just getting people talking about it. We've talked about it between ourselves in regards to not just harassment, but both being in a situation like Maxine, when you're walking home late, you have been separated from your friends or if it's dark or even in this time of year when you're walking your dog at five, six o'clock and it's dark, you know, if you're female on your own, male on your own, it doesn't matter. Sometimes you just feel unsafe. Exactly. And I think that's what's really important is just having the conversations, because as you said, sadly, a lot of people do feel unsafe, particularly walking alone at night or other sort of situations that are similar. And it has almost made harassment feel normalised, which is so wrong. And, you know, everyone should really take responsibility to stop those feelings. There are a number of different in regards to these harassment campaigns that there's that tv shows and film it becomes more prevalent for people to talk about and you know sadly last year when sarah everett was murdered again that was something that really raised awareness of somebody being on their own and something terrible happening to them in that case it was we now know that it was somebody who was working for for the met police but Again, it was whether you would even think about questioning somebody in that scenario. That's exactly it. And I think bringing the subject to the forefront of everyone's attention really does just make everyone be more aware of of how they are acting, even if maybe people have no intention of causing harassment or making someone feel unsafe. For example, walking down a dark street at night, people should just maybe be more aware. And if you if you are walking behind someone on their own, maybe it's just a simple action of crossing the road to sort of show that you are not a threat. I've seen a lot of discussion about this online, on LinkedIn and on social media platforms, which again is really interesting. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm very mindful of it as well, even if I'm walking late at night and it doesn't matter who the person is in front, whether it's male, female, non-binary, that you are aware that it's somebody's personal space. And actually, a with COVID, we are more aware of a spatial awareness. So hopefully there will be improvements in not standing right behind someone in darkness, which is, is frightening for everybody. So we're going to move on now and talk about some statistics that you've also found on harassment. Yeah, so just concerning police reports of harassment, there were 263,919 harassment offences recorded by the police in England and Wales in 2021 and 2022, compared with 219,667 in the previous year. So obviously that is a significant increase, which is actually really scary and shocking, really. So with statistics like this, and as you say, generally all statistics are snapshots because they There'll be many people that don't realise that what they've suffered is harassment or that they should be reporting such things to the police. But also those types of figures are really, really sad. But it means that if this is being reported and there are a snapshot of people that are reporting, hopefully change will come from that. Definitely. I completely agree. Okay, so 
what should be done, do we think, going forward? As touched upon in the Enough campaign, I think it's really just the idea of intervening. If you see harassment taking place, if it can be done safely, even if it's just, you know, as, as seen in the in the bar clip, the barmaid actually goes over and just asks if the lady is okay. And obviously in the catcalling clip, one of the friends just turns around to the man calling out the woman and just says, actually, that's not okay. So I think simple things like that can be done to prevent it from happening. Great. This was a really informative podcast and I'm I'm glad we've we've done it. So hopefully our listeners have enjoyed it. As always, if you've got any questions or any suggestions for a future podcast, please do get in contact with us by phone or email. And just once again, thank you, Hannah, for preparing all of this. Really good. Thanks for having me, Danielle. Thank you for listening to this episode of HJ Talks About Abuse. You can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or your favourite podcast player. If you'd like to speak to us about something you've heard today, we'd love to hear from you. Email us at aboutabuse at hjtalks.co.uk.